Hey Tyler. Yo. Man, it's Wednesday. Man, it's Wednesday. Wait a minute, it's time for According to Low Elo. Let's go. Except we're a day late, so sorry about that. Yeah, guys, uh, life happens, um, things come up, but hey, we're still here for you guys, so don't go nowhere. Yeah, yeah, no problem. We're, we're trying to get better, but, you know, some shit happens. But right, 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 right. Whatever. Uh, today, guys, we're going to be talking about upcoming Olaf and Talia changes. Yes. Uh, we knew about the Olaf one, but it kind of got pushed back a patch. Yep. Swain is out. I can, we can talk a little bit about how we feel about Swain. Yep. Um, and then Talia is getting a pretty hefty change, set of changes. So uh, that, that's what the topic is. And I believe both of these go is. live next week. Right, 12.9. So... Um, uh, but of course, before all of that, we're going to go to our Spotify and look at our Q&A from last week. Sure are. And, How do you uh, feel about the new Prestige Santa skin is right on the right track? Mayo said he likes it, or they like it, sorry. Mayo likes it, but it could be more pink and gold, or more pink gold. Maybe that's rose gold? I, I have it up on the screen right now, okay. and I'm just looking at it. It Yeah, it's... um. I mean, maybe that's just the all the other prestige skins have had gold in them and stuff, right? So I th- I could see what they're 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 meaning by that. I mean, my whole thing is that it looks different. I I love that they changed the splash arts now. Same. Um, I don't know if you saw that. What the Talon one is going to look like? No, I haven't seen it yet. The Talon one. Okay, to be honest, I know how we all feel about the high. I know how you feel about high noon skin set. It's just. What the fuck is happening to it? But yeah, the new the new Talon one. Oh jeez, have you seen? Are you looking at it? Yeah, it's literally not high noon at all, except for his boots. Yeah, he looks like fucking Aphilios. He looks I like mean, the Lunar Rebel Aphilios. Looks cool, but I'm just the high noon. I don't know. It's yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, it's not high noon at all. It, that's really unfortunate. <laughs> I mean, again, it, it they look the skins look sick. That Leona they skin do. looks incredible. They do. Um, but yeah, so could use a little bit more pink gold. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'm sure they're gonna mess around with a lot of different color schemes. Yeah. So, Riot usually, when it comes to their skins, uh, like art department, they usually knock it out of the park. Typically, they do, and I will say the spl- Even though I don't care for the 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 talent skin, the splash art's sick. It looks like it looks really, really good. I just good. wish it had a different name. So we're just looking right. at at uh, semantics more or less. But um, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Could be worse. Thank you, Mayo. <laughs> um, my least favorite condiment. So wow, sorry well, about that. you're a Mayo but hater. I don't. I don't hate it, but I don't. What do you? I, you eat Miracle Whip? I don't think I. All right, hold on. We've got to pause the podcast here, guys, because uh, Dean is dropping blasphemy on the mayonnaise. I don't like mayonnaise. It's an instrument. <laughs> that one made Rayan laugh. All well. right. Anyways. We'll get back on track since Dean decided to derail us with uh, oh. Patrick Starr's uh, logic. Okay. Yeah, what about our poll? How'd our poll uh, Do you think Jinx is still going to be queen of the bot lane? And 67% of you said yes. Um, I'm one of those people, and I still see Jinx in the bot lane. I still think she's strong. I do think there is room for other champions to play the game. been seeing a lot of uh, Vayne. Uh, mm. A lot of Lucian as an attempt Ooh, to counter. Yeah. Um, Lucian was strong before she got the nerfs, but I think it helps him rise to the top. Um, and a lot of Jin. Been seeing a lot of Jin too, and I think that helps when Jinx is not doing well because right she just outscales the hell out of him um, later in the game. So yeah, uh, I think she's. I don't know if she's qu- necessarily queen of the bot lane. Maybe that was a bit of an overstatement, but she's still extremely S-tier? relevant. Yeah, top. yeah. S tier, maybe A plus tier. So thank you guys. Um, as always, you know, we like it. I feel bad because Spotify is like the only place that our polls and stuff get posted. Yeah. But uh, we, I mean, anywhere else, guys, you think can think of, write in. We'll, we'll find it. Yep. We'll read it. Absolutely. So, uh, Tyler does have some things about pro play, but I really, really quick just wanted to talk about how we're uh, feeling about Swain because I've been playing him a lot. I think he's been in a few games, Tyler. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Um, 
he's interesting, honestly. I uh, I've only played him twice in understanding his the way his ultimate works now versus how it worked before. Uh, with the extra pop and stuff, it was a little bit different. But I will say he scales hella health, hella fast. I thought for sure he wouldn't scale nearly as much health. Um, with the nerf to what he can use to actually gain um, shards, soul shards. Are they yeah. soul shards? They're shards. I know they're shards. Soul fragments, sorry. Yeah. Soul fragments. God, I'm awful at that. Um, but with the increase of, of how much health you get, so getting 12 health per fragment versus 5, uh, has made a actually a hell of a difference. Um, he's not as bursty as he was before. He reminds me a little bit more of like a, the way maybe like a Galio plays now. Um, he's kind of like an off-tank AP bruiser. Maybe more like a Mordekaiser. Maybe that's a better analogy. Um, that off tank bruiserish uh build, but um yeah, he's definitely not a mid laner. <laughs> and I don't see him carrying out a bot lane either, so he's de- I think he's relegated to top lane now. I've seen some posts I played a game I think against a Swain support and it was pretty gross. I I've been playing a lot, I've been trying to figure out what the best everything is on him. Um I don't think he, yeah, he doesn't do as much damage. I, especially in a 1v1, he's feels a little like, obviously because when he ults, he drains everybody. If it's just a 1v1, it's like right. the weakest you can think. But um, I've been trying to go like off tank builds. Uh, if I could find the clip, maybe I'll, I'll put it in right here for anybody that's watching on YouTube. I like, I was in a game and I literally face tanked four people for about 20 seconds and not die. Um, if yeah, if you get he, he kind of like similar like before, he doesn't really turn on until three, four items. Um, still trying to figure out if Riftmaker versus Landry's. We all know Omnivamp is dog shit in this game. Yeah, especially for a champion like, like that. It just doesn't feel like he heals that much. Um, like, so I guess Leandry's. I've also thinking Everfrost because it's so cheap and it adds extra utility. Right. Um. Tier is a must. That guy burns through mana. He does rip um, through mana. You know, I'd be curious, and I don't know if you've tried this, but um, would be interesting to try like a frozen fist, Swain. Um, because okay, you get that little slow okay. zone, and that's really what he needs. I mean, when he's ulting, that's really what he needs, right? To be draining people. I wonder how that would work, because you're right, Riftmaker well, doesn't really do shit for him, and he doesn't really scale that hard in damage anymore. Well, I'll say, you... Uh, uh, whatever... Mythic, I think Rylize is a must. Oh, absolutely. And I think Spirit Visage is actually really good. Yeah, Rylize, Demonic Embrace, Spirit Visage. I mean, you're just stacking health. I think I played an ARAM and I had like 5,000 health. Jesus Christ. I Demonic Embrace, I feel like that item needs a buff. I don't it think it's something. very good. It needs something, for sure. Because it, it's it's very odd. It almost does the same. It pretty much does the same thing as Leandri's. Right. So percent burn. I'm very interested in why they did that. I, I never really thought about that. So I don't think the way that it is now, it's not intended for you to build Demonic and Leandries, at least the way I see it, because you're not going right. to stack enough health to get anything worth out of Demonic. But champions like mm-hmm. Maokai um, could build Demonic as like a second item uh, topside, or champions that are mainly building tank but need like some sort of sustained damage, I think Demonic works well with. Uh, but I don't think, and I, I was thinking about this while I was playing Swain, I was thinking about this watching other people play some champions, I just don't think that pairing those two items together does anything for you anymore. Not like uh, uh, last year when you could Malzahar with Demonic and Leandries and one-shot somebody. <laughs> right. Um. So, yeah, I mean, he's... I think he deserves maybe maybe if they could buff and this is going to be controversial if they can buff <laughs> the da- the damage on his drain on his ult yeah and and the healing a little bit I feel like yeah I feel like you're ulting but you're not getting much out of it if that makes sense and I keystones I'm still working on uh personally I think phase, phase rush, rush is, is the, the best right now absolutely conqueror is difficult to stack um I've also tried Grasp the Undying. Uh, I've seen people doing um, 
Oh my god, I'm blanking. <laughs> glacial Augment. I've seen people oh, I do can Glacial see Augment. I can see that too. You get, so, a, you get a whole uh, team uh, slow if you hit... Uh, an E. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, about, how about that's... Uh, that could be maybe unless we think can think of something better. Uh, our poll is how are you guys like is is Swain good? Like is Swain, yeah, is he OP? I guess maybe or that, that'd I, be a question. That'd be a better question. How you guys feel about Swain since yeah. those changes? Is he OP? Is he not OP? Does he need some buffs, nerfs? Yeah, let us know. That'll be our question. How's how's Swain going in uh, yeah. your guys' games? Yep, yep, sweet, sweet, sweet. But uh, all right, Tyler, lay it on me. So we got some. Some interesting LCS news. I don't think some of this isn't going to come as a surprise. Um, and I guess I'll start with TSM only because they're <laughs> at the forefront of my mind with, with some more news that came out today and uh, Reggie being a giant jerk and things coming out showing him being a giant jerk. People opening up and saying that he fostered some fear, you know, as a way to rule. Um, it's a bad look, but uh, that part aside. Uh, they did dump uh, Kaidwo, and I don't think they necessarily dumped Shenyi, but Shenyi is at the very least going to be in Academy. Um, he's being replaced with, it must be Mia from Estral Esports. Um, and I believe he's, uh, is he Korean? I think he's Korean. Um, and for mid lane, this is the probably the most interesting that i've seen so far uh tsm grabbing maple who is widely considered to be washed yeah so i, I don't what, what team was he on last uh P psg talent i think i'm pretty sure they were like 10th place in there oh they might have been worse than that yeah he, they didn't do yeah he just i don't know what they're trying to do but um maple's definitely on the older side too which is rare for for esports, usually they go younger instead of going older, so that's interesting. You're gonna have a lot of veterans on this team. Um, when you look at uh, Huni, uh, Maple, I feel like I've seen Mia before, but I just don't recall him probably because I don't watch the league that he's in. Um, but that should be interesting. Um, I just really feel bad for Spika and Huni. Really, I think they deserve better than what they're getting right now, but they're trying to do whatever they can. But that's all I'm going to say about TSM. I don't think there's anything else really to add. It's all negative. So, <laughs> well, uh, next I would take a look at C9, uh, considering they're the other side of that rivalry or for what used to be that rivalry, right? Uh, replacing their support pool, and I mean pool, getting rid of um, Winsome and Isles is rather interesting. Uh, and bring in Sven, which. I was listening to Hotline League earlier, and Revenge was talking about it, and he brought up a good point. Like, if C9's willing to replace their support with an AD carry player, like, how good is the support pool? Or, I'm not sure if it's the role, or just the talent pool, but there's something to be said, I feel like, if you're like, hey, let's take this uh, all-star caliber AD carry, and let's just turn him into a support so we can play on our on our regular roster. Um, just seems weird to me. Just seems very weird. Uh, also, did I say Fudge is roll swapping back to the top lane? Uh, Summit got dumped. First MVP to get dumped, the very same split. And Jensen makes a return to Cloud9. How you feeling about that? Uh, I'm a Cloud9 fan again. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I think, I think that's, I mean, that's probably the best thing. I'm very curious about how Sven is going to be right. Um, but I mean, you know, Aphromoo said support's so easy, dude. So, right. I mean, it shouldn't be too bad. Right. Right. Um, so that, that'll be an interesting team to watch. I don't know that fudge is necessarily the best top lane, but he's more than serviceable. In my opinion, I think he can hold his own against most of the laners. I don't think there's anyone that's going to absolutely, uh, dunk on him. Like the way Sunmit was dunking on everybody else at the beginning of the uh, split. Um, let's see. Oh, Immortals, they dumped uh, Xerxes, and who was their AD carry? Nobody important, obviously, because they picked up Lost. <laughs> <laughs> so Lost is their AD carry. I don't think they announced a jungler unless you saw something. 
No, I'm pretty sure Revenge was talking about that. It was still a secret. Yeah, yeah. So that's an interesting one. Um, obviously, Immortals being at the bottom of the league um, have some work to do, for sure. Their work is definitely cut out for them. Um, we'll see what happens coming with them. I don't know necessarily what adding loss does for them, but I guess we'll see. Um, Golden Guardians, obviously, they don't have Lost because Lost is now on Immortals. Uh, I don't know who they're picking up, but from what I saw from Wulu, LEC Wulu on Twitter, uh, sounds like it's rather interesting. Could be kind of spicy. Um, I'd be interested to see what they do. There's a team that's um, owned by an NBA organization, much like 100 Thieves, um, but they don't give the same budget that 100 Thieves gives, or that uh, the Cavaliers give to 100 Thieves. So, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, they still fascinate me just on the on the fact that they do a lot with so little. Um, and I feel like that's that's fun to watch. They're definitely the underdogs. They're definitely never going to be a favorite to be maybe top five. They're not going to be a favorite to be top four. Um, so, it's fun when you watch a team like that squeak into playoffs and maybe wreak some havoc. Um, let's see, who else am I forgetting? Obviously, EG hasn't announced any changes. I don't expect them to make any changes, considering they just won the split. They just need to gel better and, and play more consistently. Uh, 100 Thieves, I don't know if they're going to make any changes. Um, I don't know who they would change out. I heard a lot of people kind of talking about who he and FBI. Um, personally, I think they could get rid of someday. I don't think someday's as cracked up as everyone says he is, but that's my own personal opinion. I feel like I just watched someday kind of suck for a while <laughs> until this split where he actually showed up, you know, um, let's see who else am I leaving out? Am I leaving out anybody? Nobody important. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, I think, uh, this is for sure the biggest, like, I don't want to say off season comparatively like in the middle of the year, mid-season. this is definitely the biggest. Yeah. Mid this is the biggest mid season, like shakeup for pro teams. I remember in a long time. Yeah. Usually there's not that many changes going into summer. There is a fuck load of changes going into summer. Yeah. It's, it's rather surprising. And C9 being the big splash in my opinion is also rather. Yeah, usually it's like smaller teams. Crazy. No. Yeah. Usually it is. Usually it's like, okay, like CLG needs to, buff the roster and do this thing or that thing, but um, I don't even think CLG's making any changes, or at least nothing that I've heard of. Who? C- yeah, exactly. CLG. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all I got. That's all I, I know so far. I mean, I'm not I'm not breaking any news, but uh, just uh, bringing it to you guys, and uh, you guys can let us know what you think about those moves if you're interested in the LCS stuff. Um, but I guess we should move on to our next subject. Right after this break. Welcome back. <laughs> welcome, welcome. We are looking at Olaf first, huh? Cholof it is. Okay, let me uh let me scroll to the Olaf page here. Here we are. This is kinda it's kinda weird because I think this was kinda kinda caught me off guard. Yeah. I wasn't expecting Olaf changes. You know why they're doing it. Blabber hasn't Tell been me. able to play Olaf all split. Oh my god! <laughs> new new buff to Olaf. He does four thousand percent damage to crabs. Yep, that's all you guys need to know. Blabber wins every game if, as long as he gets first crab. <laughs> uh, all right, so so I haven't looked look at here. these yet, um, so I don't know what to expect, but um, should be good. Should be good. So lay it on me. What what are we what are we uh, doing to Olaf? All right, let's look let's look at these base stats. Um, yep. and of course these were these are the original numbers posted. It's about a week ago. When was this posted? March? No, it was March 29th. Damn. Okay, but it was a month the, ago. Yeah, these numbers have probably changed, honestly. Okay, this article is posted April 14th. Okay, yeah, yeah. So these are there's gonna be some number changes. Patch comes out next week, so. If there's any big changes, we'll go over it again there. But this is there's some abilities and effects that are getting changed around. So that's primarily what we're looking at. Yeah, so I wouldn't even worry about the base stats. This will probably get changed anyways. I just want to look to see where, if they're shifting power. Looks like they're giving him extra attack damage in the late game. His, yes. His AD for level is going up by 1.2, which feels like a lot. Right, right. Um, 
an extra about 20, it's 20 and a half AD at level 18. Yep. And more mana. Uh, they give me more everything, really, to, to scale a little bit better into the late game. Oh, yeah, they are. HP. HP, mana, 100. AD. So. Okay. So give him a little to, extra power. Yeah, they're trying to make it so he doesn't quit the game at level 13. <laughs> right, because he is one of those champions that just falls off a fucking cliff. He does. He does. And then he doesn't. Once it comes to, like, a, a big front-to-back team fight, he doesn't do anything anymore. It's like he he relies on those those little skirmishes where he's a lot stronger than you and doesn't have to fight twenty people and he could just chase you down you know uh, mm-hmm. similar to to Udir in that regard like Udir wants to to skirmish you so they're trying to bring Olaf at least the way I see it they're trying to bring Olaf up to um, a more standard level of play so what they're doing partially on the passive the Berserker Rage they are taking a calculation. And they're reworking it to grant max effectiveness at or below 30% health. I like that. Because a lot of times when you're playing Olaf, you obviously, when you're clearing, you purposely get yourself low. Right. So when you're at 30%, and also it's scaling now. Yes. The attack speed. So prior, it would just, you know, it's it's giving you a flat amount per level rather than if you're it would max out at 99% right. attack speed at, you could get 99% attack speed at level 1 right right so but so they're changing it scaling to from 40 to 100% levels 1 through 18 and they're also adding a life steal to the passive so he didn't have this before so it's going to give up to 12 to 35% life steal levels 1 through 18 based on Olaf's missing health they're uh, taking that off his w yes yes well so that was just mentioned in that no, really good. quick because I have looked at that. Uh, this this always was a very interesting mechanic to me because like if he's wanting to get low on health, why would they give him life steal to like it counteracts that? So it's a very it's a weird like I, I can explain this, but I don't think you play enough D and D. Let's hear it. Olaf is the picture perfect barbarian character from D and D. Literally goes into a rage and attacks at super speed, and the lower the health he gets, the more powerful he becomes. That is just a that's a D and D mechanic uh, for the barbarian class, and that's exactly what he is. Which is why I'm like, like at first I thought like you like, oh, why would you do that? And then now I realize like, oh, it's just that's how they all are. <laughs> they all, you know, it's just a typical barbarian in that game. And they just ported that over and turned him into a, a player character with four skills. It's, it's very, yeah, it's interesting now that they, again, his, his, his W had the life seal on activation. Now it's just automatic. So very interesting. Uh, the, you, you see this a lot. Mm-hmm. champions they they rework or whatever they they take power from other abilities and shove them together with something else right right they try to move them around and change how you max and change what what skills you do so which brings us to the queue undertow um because i think this is important uh mm-hmm. i don't play olaf but i believe you max Q first just because it helps you with clear and it's a skill that you could pick up the axe and decrease the yep. cooldown um yep, yep. They're adding an armor shred. Big. Which is, yeah, it's huge. It's very similar to a Scion armor shred. Uh, currently, as of this article, it shreds 25 to 35% armor for four seconds on champion hit. Um, so that is also to note, it does not shred armor on minions or monsters. It is only a champion shred. Unlike Olaf, uh, Olaf, unlike Scion, who can shred on uh, minions and monsters. Now, really quick, I don't know this, so this is why I'm asking you. When it, when there's a sh- armor shred, if he picks up that axe again and throws it within that four seconds, does another percent get shredded? Um, you know, I don't know. It doesn't say anything here about stackable or not. I think generally I have to tell you if it's stackable. Otherwise, I, th- I think it doesn't. Uh... Because, I mean, obviously, the more you shred it, the return is going to get lower. Right, right. So, I'm just, I mean, I've never, I've never paid attention when I'm using Black Cleaver either. Like, I don't know if if that's how Armor Shred works. It's not Armor Pen. Yeah. So, that would be, I think that might be be too OP. 
if it just kept i don't know yeah we'll see. I, I will say this makes him uh obviously definitely makes him a better skirmisher but i'd be curious to know does this also shred for does it shred every champion that's hit or is it just the first champion that it hits oh you know it has mean? to be i'm gonna guess i think it's everybody right and yeah because that that acts the case through multiple people yeah right right and if that's the case then that makes him a much better team fighter because if you can I'm hit also... a couple people with the shred uh shred works for everybody on your team it's not it's not resigned to one person right i'm also thinking uh this combined with his passive because prior his w cost mana to right. activate the attack speed and you get the life steal now it's in his passive with this he could probably go toe-to-toe with a top laner i could yep. see him as a top laner yep oh yeah shit, shit on a fucking orn shred all that armor yep have built-in life steal built in attack speed, attack speed right yeah like it's yeah, you're, you're building anathema's chains against this dude. Is what you're doing, <laughs> dude. Just think about like Holebreaker Olaf just right. running it down top. Right. Um. Huh. Oh, go ahead. No, that was. Oh, I mean, okay. I'm just, I'm just, huh? Like, interesting. yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so to like, to compensate yeah. for that shred, they're gonna drop his base damage on it. Uh, this here shows dropping by twenty at level one, and then scaling back to two sixty, so it's gonna scale to the same. That may or may not change based on whatever they have or haven't found out in the PBE. Um, and that may or may not change based on what they find out once it goes live. So don't hold those numbers to be true and evident until you see it in the game uh, a day or two after the patch. Because they're very Riot's very well known for releasing a patch and doing a hotfix the same day. So wait for it, give it a day or two, and then double check the stats on it. Probably. You know, you can also um, think about, obviously, they're, if they're dropping 20 AD or 20 base at level one. How does that, um, you got to think, think in the, uh, bring into consideration the armor shred. Right. And that's going to give you a little more extra right. return on your damage. Exactly. So it's kind of like, it's a nerf early, but it's not, it's not terrible. really a nerf because it's, yeah. Cause you have the shred. That's a, it's called a compensation to the shred. Also right? look at what's, let's keep going and see what else they're doing to this. Yeah. The minimum range dropping. So I know the minimum range matters because it means you have to run further to pick up the axe to use it again. And so they're they're nerfing the ability that way. It's like, cool, we're going to give you a shred. We're going to drop some of your base damages early, and you have to throw it further. Um, don't know, again, if this number is right or accurate, but it's, it was 300. It says currently it's 425. Again, mm -hmm. that may change, guys. Don't hold that number to be true and, and whatnot. It, that could very well change very quickly. Um, in addition, the mana cost is dropping. So it was 60 at all ranks. Right now they have it scaling 40 to 60 at max rank. Um, again, it's another just, thing that's screaming laning. Right. Olaf. Right, right, right. Um, the cooldown is going to go up by one second from seven to eight seconds. And the cooldown refund is going to go up obviously because you get half of your cooldown no, you sorry, more not half. than half. Yeah, a little bit. I think it's sixty percent of your cooldown refunded. Uh -huh. So it was four and a half seconds. It's gonna go to five seconds. Obviously, depending on where that final cooldown number lands, it's gonna uh, change or decide how the cooldown refund works. Can we just take a second and just think about how bullshit that is? I don't know. I'd have to look up what is the slow is on this ability. But like, granted, that slow sticks onto you for like two or three seconds. Guess what? He's gonna be able to pick up that fucking axe again and reapply that slow. Like, I mean, yeah. that's it's been a thing. Right. Olaf is a fucking bullshit champion. He is uh, very rude. <laughs> you see him on the on the battlefield. You're like, I don't want anything to do with this guy. You know, Olaf. Olaf's a full sender. He doesn't give a shit. Oh, he's no. gonna he's gonna run in there, and he's gonna he's gonna fucking fight you to the death. Right. I mean, that's that's what he wants in his lore. Right. He wants to die. Yep. He wants to go to Valhalla. That's the whole thing. I was trying to see if I could see, but you can't see any of his current stats on um, Boo. on the on the client. So, alrighty, let's move on down to his W vicious strikes ability. Maybe renamed. Yeah, I saw that. that was what rather what would what do you think would be a good name? Anything uh, off the top of your head? Well, let's read the abilities and then we can maybe come up with a name. If they're because right. uh, vicious strikes is being completely reworked, so I'm not sure exactly what they're what they're doing. So tell me what it's doing, and maybe I'll come all up with right. the name. First of all, 
resets his auto attack on broken. activation. Broken. I fucking love. Oh yeah, broken. Very broken. <laughs> I fucking love that shit. I love auto attack resets. Right. Um. Oh, oh, here we go. Oh, I do have slow numbers on on the current undertow. Oh, by what, the way, what's undertow? What's uh, slow. It scales so it slows for one and a half to two and a half seconds based on how far the axe is thrown, and it slows right. from twenty five to forty five percent based on level. Okay. What's the cooldown get down to? Cooldown is seven at all ranks. Okay, right. Okay, so we're looking at eight seconds max cooldown. Get refunded five, so it's three seconds, and they're slowed one to two seconds. You said based on range. One and a half to two and a half. Got it. Okay, so um, that's. I mean, you're pretty much gonna be able to pick up your axe and do the same shit within that time. It also says, and I didn't know this about this ability. It grants ghosting to monsters that are hit for six seconds. I had no idea of that either. Right. Right. Um, anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back to his W. Yep. Olaf gains a shield for two and a half seconds. Looks like base numbers obviously could be changed, but it is 10 to 150 based on level, plus 25% of Olaf's missing health. They are Jeez. going even harder with this fight to the death right. uh, mechanic. Yep, stay in it. That's what it is. It's the stay in it, champ. Damn, 25% of his miss. I mean, That's and it seems like they're also... They want to. They want to make this group be played fucking full tank. It seems like full tank or that off tank bruiser style. Yeah, I could see like uh, like maybe maybe you don't build resistances. Maybe you're just a health stacker. You know. Yeah, maybe Gorger. I think maybe Gordrinker or um. Oh, Gordrinker. What's the other sure. one? What's the slowing Stride one? Stridebreaker. Stridebreaker. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. No, for sure. I almost uh, without a doubt I would tell you that or. Depending on who you're laning against, I mean, he could also be a Triforce champion. Sure. That auto attack reset, man. Yep. yep. That's exactly uh, what I was keep, thinking about. Keep going. Uh, obviously, no longer grants lifesteal. That's pumped into his passive. No longer amps his healing based on missing health. Okay. No problem. Yep. Attack speed is getting dropped. Yeah, it is. Wow. Uh, so again, numbers can change. Uh, currently, it is fifty to ninety percent attack speed for six seconds. Now it is going from forty to eighty percent for four seconds. So it's getting two seconds double there. hit. Yeah. But again, it's it's all getting pushed into his passive, yep. where his passive actually scales now. So, yep. yep. Uh, cooldown is dropping uh, as you rank it up. Currently on live servers is sixteen at all ranks. Now it is going from sixteen to ten seconds. And then finally, missing health component caps out at 30% remaining HP. All right. I'm not sure about that one. Yeah, I don't... I'm not I'm not really understanding, but... Is that meaning his... Oh, oh, you, okay, no, I do get it. Yeah, so that shield, you okay. can't get... So you, the most you can get is 25% uh, when he's missing, missing health. 70% health. So whatever your total is... If you hit it at 30%, that's the max shield you're going to get. So if you're at 10% health, you're not going to get any more than you would if you're at 30% health. So that does mean hit it a tad bit earlier is kind of what they're telling you. Like, don't wait to try to save yourself at the end. Hit it a little bit earlier because you're not going to get any more benefit anyways. Um, And remember his passive uh, max effectiveness is at 30% or lower. Yep, yep. So that kind of goes in. Uh, looks like they're not doing anything to his E. His E is saying exactly yep. saying there's nothing updated on here about that. You you asked what I would rename this skill. And oh, okay, yeah, yeah. What's coming to mind? It's still a skill meant for attacking, right? It it's but it now uh, has a defensive element to it. Uh-huh. If I would just want to go with a basic name, I would call it Shielding Strikes, or Shielding Strike, or something like that. Um, okay. Maybe protective strike or or um, re- renewing strike. I mean, I, I think you can keep strikes in there because obviously it's a it's a basic attack reset and it gives you attack speed. So, so something to do with strike, but shielding strike has that nice uh, little bit of like alliteration to it, you know. But I'm kind of I was kind of thinking of like. Because obviously he's a Demacian champion. He yells Demacia. Right. I was thinking of like Demacian, like, 
I don't want to say rage because it's kind of like what Ragnarok is, but like Damasian. I don't know. I'd it'd be funny if it. Oh, because he yells Damasio when he alts. Does oh yeah he goes, yeah he does. I forgot about that. Yeah, because in Broloff he says Bromasia. Yeah. Bromasia. Um, I don't know Damasian. I don't know. Yours is better. <laughs> but didn't he also spend time out in the Freljord? So I'm like thinking like Frozen Strike. I don't know. Strike works really well, but but wait, Frozen Fury. Okay. Think about it. Think about it. Riot, you can have that one. It's a freebie. Frozen Fury, I'm giving it to you right now. Take it. Run with it. Do what you need to do. You you already know it's going to be something stupid. It's going to be something better than what I come up with. I had an awful lot coming up with names. but uh... Dog, hands down, it's going to be called Nipple Tickler. It's gonna be... <laughs> That's all it's going to be called. Wait, hold on. Like Side that. note, in the Sentinels thing, didn't they mention him being shirtless in the uh, in the snow? And I'm pretty sure they, one of the options you could have chose to, if you remember that event, one of the options I think you could have chose was to make a comment about his nipples. Anyways, moving on down to his R. <laughs> uh, as Riot I, I mentioned, aware. <laughs> they, uh, they aren't doing anything with his E. No. E is staying exactly the same, which is fine. I like that ability. Uh, what does his E do? The reckless swing? Yeah, it does true damage. If oh, it kills yeah, a right. unit, it because uh, it it the the cost is health. Yep. If you last hit a minion with it, um, it refunds the health. Your auto attacks uh, lower the cooldown. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Anyways, Ragnarok, give it to me. Ragnarok, new hitting a champion with a basic attack or E reckless swing extends the duration of Ragnarok to two and a half seconds. <laughs> Olaf can refresh Ragnarok indefinitely so this says two two and a half seconds but it just it uh extends the duration by two and a half seconds how i'm understanding that if it can refresh indefinitely the duration originally was six seconds it's now three seconds anybody who's ever seen a fed olaf um and seen him charging at you while he's bright red the biggest fear you have is uh you know you could be playing with a morgana or a janna Anybody that can disengage <clears throat> and you just can't disengage on the guy, he runs right through every single piece of that for six seconds. So them dropping that is actually nice for the other players' sake because I feel like this champion's going to do so much damn damage with, with his Q update that um, you need to find a way to not make him absolutely unstoppable when he ults. Because think about that. It'd be broken AF if he did all that damage... Uh, had all that, you know, shielding and the shred, and then also you couldn't CC him for six total seconds. You know what I mean? I notice, um, so the the duration gets extended by basic attacks and E. Yep. Not your Q. Nope. Throwing your Q is going to do nothing. It's just going to slow them so you can catch up, maybe. Right. Possibly. So if you, I mean, three seconds, just get the fuck out of the way. Just run. <laughs> um, removed is the Ragnarok's passive bonus resistances. Uh, you no longer lose those for the duration of the cast. So I believe okay, currently, I like um, when he activates the uh, ultimate, he loses his bonus armor and bonus MR that he gains from the skill. Um, yep. I think you got you get 20, 30, and 40 bonus resistances based on the level of the ability. Uh, so he stays tankier. It doesn't last quite as long. Okay, sure. The passive resists are going to drop early, though. So they were 20, 30, 40. They're going to be 10, 25, and 40 based on level. And the AD bonus that you get is also dropping. Um, you're going to drop early on the on the base damages. So 15, 20, 25 is now going to be 10, 20, 30. Um, and the scaling uh, percentage was 30% AD is now going to 25% AD. So that should kind of level out, uh, more or less. I'm not entirely sure why they're even doing that, because I think it's going to level out. But I guess they're just trying to push them a little bit later, make them a little bit weaker earlier. I'm pretty excited. I Riot's on a trend now with how... Notice how Swain can indefinitely be an alt yep. as long as he's hitting someone. Yep. Olaf can indefinitely be an alt as long as he's hitting someone. We're going to go to Talia. 
And this bitch is gonna be is gonna able to fucking weave a rock, a rock, a wall, Trump wall, all the way around the fucking map. <laughs> and definitely as long as long as she's writing it. As long yeah, right. <laughs> she can just uh, no, just curious, side doing. note, um, the new champion, the void champion, whose name I can't remember. You think he's gonna have a skill? Uh, no, someone had the name. Do you think he's gonna have a skill that's gonna scale indefinitely? Maybe. Be interesting Possibly. to see. Um, Alright, so well, tell me about uh, uh, Talia then. Yeah, let's move on over to Talia. So again, we're looking at base stats... Uh, looks like some nerfs. Oh, by the except way, except for the mana. The void champion's name is Belveth. Who? Belveth. It's a void jungler. Kind of looks like Belkaz. It's kind of gross looking. We'll get there. Uh, let's continue yeah. with Talia. My bad. And my attempts Talia. to derail this podcast are foiled by myself. So it's good. Uh, yeah, base stats are dropping again. Uh, aside from mana, her starting mana pool is going up. That's okay, I guess. She needs that. I'm not... I mean, these, these changes are, like, minuscule. Um, so I wouldn't... I'm not too worried about that. I'm just curious if she's still going to be played mid lane or in the jungle. Right. Primarily, so let's let's take a look. Passive rock surfing, out of combat movement speed is changing. Okay, so it's it's scaling a little bit harder now. Uh, currently it goes from 20 to 45%, uh, between levels one through 18, which is by level 18. Yep. So that's your little rock surfing, uh, bullshit. Now it is scaling from 10% to 55% at levels one, nine, 12 and 15. I like that. So you're going to hit that big cap of movement yep. speed by level 15. Yep. Awesome. Here's the big one. I did see. I like this time before passive falls off from one wall. From a wall, one to two and a half seconds. I like so that. that means I've seen you're basically say you're coming up river to mid lane and you're surfing and you go through the river brush. You're able to ride all the way across to the next wall without that passive falling off. Oh, nice. So, because normally you know you'd have to dismount your little surfboard and then you'd get back on. Do you need boots to do that, or can you do that without boots? You don't need boots. Nice. So this is big. Uh, I, even though the movement speed is down early, I think it's going to open up. This is already telling me it's going to be mid lane just to roam because she's right, very good at I'm shoving thinking. lanes. Yeah. Um, and then let's see. There was a bug fix. Talia will no longer lose her passive permanently if she had a spell shield. I don't play Talia, so I had no right. idea that was a thing. I, even if I play Talia in ARAM, <laughs> I don't generally build Banshee's Bill, so I don't generally have a spell shield. So there's that too. Alrighty, let's 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 move on to our Q. Threaded volley, new now deals damage in an area with a 175 unit radius. So that is okay. really new. Okay. Also, the damage is going to drop on the base values, but increase in the uh, scaling ratio. So it was 70 to 170 plus 45 percent AP. It's now 38 to 130 with 50 percent AP. Makes sense. Right. Um... The fact that it has AOE now. That's and that I think is really going to be what takes her out of the jungle, probably. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe the AOE. No, keeps no, for her sure, because this is insane wave clear. If but, it's an AOE, but the AOE could keep her in with, with like the chickens and the wolves and krugs and stuff. Uh, okay, let me hold off on that comment until I get further down here. The <laughs> the extra rock damage reduction is going to go up by ten percent. So obviously the first one hits hardest, and the the rest hit less hard. So it was fifty percent on the damage reduction. It's now sixty percent. Um, the max Q damage was 210 to 510 plus 135 percent AP. It's now 98.8 to 338 plus 130 percent AP. So there's definitely a nerf in how much damage you do with that skill. So does that mean if you hit all your rocks on your Q? Yes. Okay. The cooldown is gonna drop by a half second. Uh, looks like at all ranks it was seven to three. It's six to 2.5. So you're gonna be able to use this more often. And the mana cost is going to it's gonna go up early, but it's gonna be less late, if that makes sense. So they don't want you to be able to spam it early, because there is some more stuff coming up about the worked ground. Uh so it'll cost ten more mana early, but be ten less mana later. Um 
So let's get into the work ground part, because this is the part I think you and I talked about like on one of our first episodes when we were talking. Yeah, and I like throwback, was, we're guys. thinking about, I remember I accurately like called what they did. I think so. Predicted. Yeah. So it says um, uh, work ground is cast as a single hit boulder. So that's when you use it on top of the work ground. So currently you just throw one rock and it costs one mana. It deals actually decent damage. I think it deals better damage than auto attack, but it's not like efficient to use if you needed to clear a wave or whatever. Uh, so the single boulder, it hits in a 225 AOE radius um, and it deals double damage. So 76 to 260 plus 100% AP to the primary target and slows everything hit by 30 to 50% for two seconds. Wow. That's pretty gross. Everything in a 225 radius. Yes. Yeah, wow. nice 30 okay. to 50% slow for two seconds. That's a long fucking slow. Just for wow. um, uh, everybody else's sake, the Duskblade 99% slow, I think is only a half second. Yeah, this is two seconds, guys. So it's pretty long. Um, obviously, there's new VFX because it's a boulder. Don't really need to go over that. The mana cost for this is going to go up to 30, so it's no longer going to be a basically a free skill costing one mana. It is going to cost you a little bit of a pretty penny, but 30 mana is not that bad. Um, the minimum cooldown was one second. It's going to drop by a quarter to 0.75. Um, and this is a new part that I like as well. Casting on worked ground consumes the worked ground. So you're not going to be able to sit in the same spot and spam that ability on work ground to get the boulder. It's going to get rid of it. You 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 cast your first Q, you cast your second Q, and then you can cast your first Q again without actually moving, which is actually kind of crazy because that was like the big Talia thing. And I felt like right. that's what took her out of mid lane is like, eventually there's so much work ground that you can't even clear the wave, you know? Yeah, exactly. I, I, that's a very good uh, quality of life change. Extremely. For sure. Um, the work ground radius is going to go up to 400, but that's fine because you're getting a great compensatory skill in addition, or in replacement. Um, the duration is going to go up as well from 25 to 30 seconds. Again, fine. You have a, a great compensation for that. Um, and the size on Howling Abyss is now the same as Summoner's Rift. I think that was a big problem in the past with her on ARAM is that it took up so much space that eventually you couldn't do anything, right? So that's obviously now with the new change of consuming the work ground, it doesn't matter. They're going to they're gonna just make it normal. The extra changes onto Threaded Volley are interesting. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you want to so tell nice. me about those? This thing's long. Extra rock damage reduction on jungle monsters is 25% to 60%, same as normal Q. Okay. They, so they... But they wait, really there's don't. more. Okay, uh, Q deals on... <laughs> You're about, to... <laughs> about to shit on it, but... <laughs> I was about to shit on it. Uh, new, Q deals 150% damage to monsters, but remember, there's... Hitting the same target with your Q is going to do reduced damage past the first rock. Right. But Q deals 150% damage. Right, and remember, you're still dealing AoE, so that first Q is still going to hit hard. Right. So it's uh, not bad. We'll continue to cast... While Talia is in stasis. That okay. is that's, that's gross. Cool. But I like it. Ooh, like it. Uh, bug fix. Work ground Q would sometimes not get the reduced cooldown. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so there's uh, a lot. So, okay, I, think okay. the, I think that's probably the biggest thing on this. And I haven't looked at anything else. But I think that's like huge, right? The way that this works. And this is the thing that we talked about. Like they needed to fix her Q. It's her main farming tool. It's her main damage tool. Um... And they needed to make it more accessible. And I think they have succeeded in doing that. Um, at first, and I haven't, again, I haven't read through all the skills yet. Yeah, I was going to say, let me, at, let me move on to this W here, because this is interesting. Right, okay. I was going to say, at first, so, uh, we were shitting on the jungle idea. I, I've rescinded my opinion on that. I, I think it's, it's just as viable as it was before. So tell me about the W and tell me if this is going to uh, hurt this jungle. Well, they are taking all damage away from the W. Okay, that's fair. Does not deal damage anymore. Awesome. Unless you build Imperial Mandate. De <laughs> Delay <laughs> before knockup is getting... Okay, the time is going uh, decreased, so it's going to be faster 
slightly, a little ever so slightly. From 0.8 seconds to 0.65 seconds. Yep. Uh, AOE radius is going up by 25. Okay. 200 to 25 so it's a little bit bigger cooldown is dropping from 16 to 20 to 14 to 8 okay okay and then mana cost is getting heavily reduced wow. 70 to 110 to 60 to zero wow so max rank w w is gonna be uh you just cast that casting it it's just a cc yep whatever yep okay. but i know the w is used in combo with the e yes so let's tell me about the e Oh, you gave me the longest one again. <laughs> uh, Unraveled Earth, the E. So new, mines stun enemies that dash through them for one second. So looking at you, Lucian. So, okay, does does the does the W... Wait. Would that count as like a dash? Let's let's get down to the bottom. There might That might be in here. We do this all the time, ask questions about things. Yeah, that but that's so fun, though. I know, right? Um, okay, so the mine stun that dash through, the W doesn't say that it's dashing it's just calling it a knockup but i'm assuming the knockup is still going in any direction they didn't say that's changed the upfront damage is heavily changed and i think that's to make up for the combo that they took away with the w you're right so the upfront damage is was 50 to 150 plus 40 percent ap it's now 60 to 240 plus 60 percent ap so definitely a bigger uh bigger thing um, the other thing they're doing is it used to, when you would see it shaking on the ground and then kind of explode, it would do damage. Uh, not anymore. Mm. Doesn't mm. do that after four seconds. It only does it when you detonate each block. Um, so it looks like I totally don't think <laughs> I don't think the W uh, counts as a dash. I think the dash is for those who are trying to get out. Your Akalis, your Lucians um etc obviously ezreal is exempt because his is a blink and he's not actually dashing through them he's disappearing and reappearing somewhere else um they do still do damage when you detonate through them so it was 50 to 90 with a 30 percent ap ratio it's now 25 to 105 with 30 percent ap ratio but i think that's because the w doesn't do damage and it's on a lower cooldown that they don't want to overload the skill with damage so it's going to be relatively the same. Just weaker earlier and stronger later. The damage reduction per mine is also important here. It was 15%. It's going to go up to 25%. So for each additional mine that you get knocked through, <clears throat> you take less damage. You would take 25% less damage per mine that you get knocked through. So sometimes she just knocks you through one or two. Sometimes she knocks you through the entire thing, depending on where you're at. Um, so bear that in mind, you will take less damage for hitting more of them. Uh, which means the max detonation damage, uh, in the past was, uh, 155 to 279 plus 93% AP. It's now 62 and a half to 262 and a half plus 75% AP. So it's that significantly less. Um, but again, that damage is back in your queue. So it's not gone. Mm -hmm. It's just moved. It's like Patrick, you know, he took Bikini Bottom and he put it over there, except he did that with the damage. Uh, grabbed it from here, put it there, and Riot said, cool, we're done. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, the cooldown on this skill is going up. Uh, early it's going to be the same, but it, it used to go 16 to 8. It's going to go 16 to 12, and I think that's fair. Uh, it's pretty gross. I'm not seeing, looking at this, that they're getting rid of the slow that it still provides. So I think that's mm -hmm. fair. I think that's fair. Um, oh, jeez, I did not see this. The number of rows is going to go up from four rows to six rows. But the number of mines per row is going to shrink from six to four. So, so it's longer, but it's longer, but skinnier where in the past it was short and fat. So interesting <laughs> to think about. Very interesting to think about, actually. So it was a chode. It was a chode and now it's regular. <laughs> I don't know what the opposite of a chode is. <laughs> um... The mine spawn delay between uh, rows, which affects how fast they go out, is going to be a little bit slower. So it was 0.1 seconds, going to go to 0.17. That's <clears throat> probably something you're not really going to notice until you look at like the yeah. last one, because it rolls out kind of like a scroll, right? When you cast it, they roll out. It's just going to roll out a little bit slower. The delay after the cast time before the first mine spawns is gone. It was a 0.1 second delay. It's now instantaneous which it felt instantaneous to me before. So, again, I am not seeing really a difference. 
And it will last longer on the field by one extra second from four to five. I don't know. What do you what do you think about this? It's just I don't know. There's like no day. Oh, there's like what I mean less damage. Yeah, I was gonna say without looking at her ulti, and her ulti currently doesn't do damage. I don't think it's going to do damage. Um, I'm intentionally keeping that off the screen so I don't spoil that. Yeah, I'm just I'm just kind of scared because obviously it's her Q. Right, it's all under. And Q. it's like if you is that you jokingly said good? you jokingly said support to Leah earlier. That's what I'm saying, dude. And like there's she has no damage. I'm actually looking at it and I'm thinking like Imperial Mandate to Leah is actually dog. Like not if bad she's at a all. CC bot now. Yeah, like no damage. I, who cares? I don't think she's I'm fucking... hating on that. Yeah, she's definitely a higher skill cap champion, obviously, because you got to hit the W. Sure, but definitely makes her more widely accessible if that makes sense yeah because prime i mean right didn't know first she was mid laner and then she was jungle now she was back to mid they had no idea now it seems like she could be played in at least three different roles effectively yeah seems like granted you know these numbers could change they could be like fuck this wait her w and e need need damage i will tell you this i do not expect this champion to build ludens anymore Mm-mm. Um, even though Ludens gives you magic pen to help increase your damage, I see this champion as 100% only Andrew's champion with all the AOE that she does. Um, so bear that in mind, guys. That's that is a thing. She could be one of those support champions. She actually, and here we go, could be a good user of Demonic Embrace if she plays support. You grab the Imperial Mandate, so now you have damage on on skills that didn't have damage, and that's just a good item anyways for for these kinds of champions. <clears throat> and then you grab Demonic Embrace, and you have the Burn, and you kind of have a little bit of the best of both worlds there, you know? All right, let's take a look at her R. The Weaver's Wall. Tell me about this. Range is getting decreased early, but making up for it late. 3,000 to 6,000 units to 2500 to 6500 units yes so okay, okay. Making a, that's another theme of this is scaling yep um updated damage no longer knocks talia off of weaver's wall interesting yeah that's pretty big that is uh rather large because that was a good way to get her the hell out of there <laughs> uh cannot cast within three seconds of taking damage from enemy champions or structures. That okay. is more interesting, I think, than the damage knocking her off or not knocking her off. Like, the fact that, like, oh, hey, by the way, you just got wailed on by uh, Kha'Zix who wrapped around the back line. Uh, you're not leaving on your wall, dude. So that's interesting. Up- updated. Moving during cast now causes Talia to dash to the location she clicked. Up to a maximum dash range. All right, I'm going to have to figure... You need to explain this to me. Uh, let's see. Jump off dash range is 400 to 700. So... Jump off dash speed is 1,000 to 1,200. I get, I understand this, actually. Okay. Uh, this is, and it says jump off dash now has more forgiveness when attempting to dash through a wall. Oh, so when you... Okay. It's when you get off. I had to read that last sentence. To, to get it but yeah so you can get on it obviously when you cast but now you could just move i think in the past you had to press r to hop off right um now you just click to where you want to go and you get she more range just... and faster that's pretty insane that's yeah. pretty cool yeah yeah i think the whole like hitting r before i think i mean i it happened to me i never knew do I have to hit R twice to write it or do i hit r once to write it you hit r to cast it and then r again to write it so now you just hit R, and then you right-click if you want to jump off, right? Is that what I'm getting? Uh, I think so. Yeah, so in the past, and I didn't play enough Talia, so that could be wrong. I believe, like, while you're on it, doesn't matter where you clicked. She's not getting off until you press R, and she'll go off wherever your cursor is at. Um, I think now this is saying you can just click. Like, you don't it's have just to one recast. Hitting again. R once. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Okay. But yeah, uh, curious to know. Um, we said the other the thing you asked earlier was our question, not our poll, right? Right. Yeah, so I'd be curious to know what you guys think. Uh, what champion you think is more interesting, Olaf or Talia? 
what's crazy i was thinking the exact same thing what's what's more hype <laughs> what's more uh what are you more excited for olaf or talia or belveth okay if i know how to <laughs> if i can figure out how to spell that i'll put that in there i'll send i'll send it to you so you have it um wheat but That's gonna uh do it yeah um i don't have anything else to add but uh Keep uh keep sending in your questions and your responses. I know we uh had less responses this past week, but it could be uh, a function of the quality of the questions that we asked. So we will diligently work to come up with better questions uh to facilitate more answers. Um, other than that, guys, play your games, have fun. Um, don't tilt and don't <laughs> int when you tilt. If you do tilt. Don't be the guy uh, that's that Draven. Huh? Yeah, don't be the guy that's saying, "Well, we lose anyway, so I'm just gonna go run down my lane." And if three people come kill me, then three people come kill me. I don't care. Don't be that Gotta guy. Gotta love it. You're not that guy, pal. All right, guys. Uh, tomorrow we will be back with our champion review. I can't remember what we're doing, but we got three champs. Um, oh, is it the last three? Yeah, it's the last the three. We got uh, Tristy, Twisty, and. I don't know, Warwick? I don't have a good one for that. <laughs> okay. Wow, there's going to be a lot of things to go over with that. So, stay tuned, guys. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. I lied. I jumped the gun. Oh, we got Soraka and Timo this week, guys. Oh, that's right, Timo. Yep, yep. Hey, buddy. I just looked up my... Oh, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, Soraka and Timo, and then the following week we'll have three, so... Awesome. Well, guys, enjoy your games. Enjoy your games. No one enjoys this fucking game. What am I saying? Enjoy your day. Uh, good luck in your games. That's better. And, uh, we will see you tomorrow. Yes, we will.